Okay. Yeah. So all I have to do, I'll do my stupid little intro and then I'll throw it to you and then we're going to dive in. Cool? That sounds great. All right. Let me embrace my inner faggotry for a second. If you want to learn how the other half lives to a world of facts and fibs and fairy tales with a fail, talk about who you nailed. Oh, girl, just exhale. This is facts, fibs, and fairy tales. Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. I'm your factual fairy, Matt Sweet. And my very special, iconic, legendary American ugh, guest for the day is Mr. Peter. Hi, Mr. Peter. Hi. Oh, my God. This is my first time in Canada. <laughs> How's the weather up the here? Are you enjoying northern, it? I, it's so cold. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm in L.A., but I, I'm glad that you have a Canadian audience because I've finally gone international. And honestly, that's really what today is all about. It's about taking you to the next level. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the exposure. Yeah, that's what my podcast is going to give you, exposure. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Uh, All right, Mr. Peter, can you, what are your definitions? Who are you as a person? What defines you? What's What's your whole deal? Wow. Do people have a problem with this question or are people like, boom, I'm this? Because like when you asked me that, yeah. you told me you were going to ask me, I was like thinking like, how do I identify? Yeah, it could be that. I don't know. I think at the base, I'm, I identify as a meme. <laughs> and that's right. really all I have. I'm honest. I'm mean. I'm not mean. I, I sometimes lack compassion. Right. But I try to be kind to people I love. So that's how I identify. What, how, okay. what do I do for work? A lot of stuff. Right. Um, You're in I'm LA, well. so it's, whatever. You just make yeah, it up. Yeah. It's You know what it is. It's a privileged life of a quote artist who gets to basically say, I want to smoke weed and sleep in and only make things. So, um, yeah, life is stupid and good and... Yeah. ridiculous um but yeah i identify as a cunt Ooh, i love it now how <laughs> yeah. do you get on the, how, how does someone get on your list of like people you love that you're going to be nice to like what do you have to do to get there i mean i think at the end of the day you i have we have to be in mutual respect okay I'm only honestly mean to people i don't respect which is like a lot of people and i'm not talking about like service people like that's not what i'm talking about i'm right. talking about like, like a rich kid with no culture i'm like what right. is your fucking problem <laughs> you know what i mean a waste right what a waste so those are the people i mean to yeah right now mostly trust fund babies it's like someone it's like some, exactly it's like a trust fund kid who never travels like what is the <laughs> what's the point of you problem here? yeah yeah you're not adding to the world at all Right. Have you? I know. I've already gone rage. I go from zero to rage. Like truly, it's a Korean in me. Yeah, I By didn't. By the way, listeners, I am Korean. I don't know if you could tell from my accent. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. Is that the Korean accent? <laughs> it's heavy. I know. People are like, wait. I thought you were totally Chinese. <laughs> oh my god. Now, now I feel like we're in dangerous territory. Anything I say yeah. is a trap. 
I love it when I trust me, nothing gets me more like excited than a white man blushing from shame. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's your kink, eh? That's my kink. Yeah. And it should be. It's a great kink. I, I think, know it's everywhere now. It's like I, so <laughs> easily accessible. Yeah, that's that's 2020's kink too. Just like making white men blush yeah. or feel shame. I Same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, incredible. Okay, so we're going to jump into your story because I suspect that you okay. are a bit of a talker and that, you know, you're, you're going to need you're going to need some time to like let the story bloom, you know, in our ears. Sure. So, yeah. like my asshole. Oh, d- does she bloom? Yeah. She she bloomed today twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what she's a beautiful like a glory. Right. <laughs> She's just, she's always yeah. ready. She's excited to be here. She, that's exactly yeah. it. She doesn't bloom often, but when she's here, she's screaming. Right. Does your um, asshole have a name? Do you name her? No, because I don't want to get attached. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I feel like I'm going to lose her soon. It's kind of right. like a, having a, like a great dame, like amazing, but. You only got seven years. Not long for this world. Yes. Right. <laughs> Um, I've never thought of my asshole in that way, but maybe I should, you know, time is fleeting. We gotta, we gotta cherish her. (laughs) We we all have different traumas. Right. (laughs) Okay. If you could, without like necessarily revealing a punchline or anything like that, if you had to give me like the 30 second elevator pitch of what your story is about to be, what is it? Um, what... A distinct lack of self self worth can drive a chubby Gaijin to do. Oh, okay. I'm already yeah. invested. I'm invested because <laughs> I feel like go. I feel like we're gonna we're gonna learn some things on this journey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll learn. Your listeners will. Pro- you'll probably lose listeners from this, and oh. I want to apologize in advance. Oh, I mean, that implies I have listeners to start with. <laughs> you, what am I doing here? I mean, it's too late. You already started. So, you know, you're committed. I was promised exposure. <laughs> yeah, you're about to expose yourself, and it's going to be great. Yes, you're right. All um, right, whoever okay. it is. It doesn't so, matter. <laughs> so set the scene for me. What? Where are we? What's okay. happening? What's the universe like? Where are we at? 2012, oh, middle year. of winter. Ooh. Okay, I'm talking January okay. in Chicago. Oh, like actual winter. Toronto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like Not for real like winter. The winter of someone's life. Yeah, <laughs> it's actual. It was, I think, I'm pretty. It was 2012, January, middle of winter. Yeah. Chicago, Rickleyville. If anyone's familiar. <laughs> There's a porn I watched that specifically references a a Wrigleyville cum dump, and uh, I've always wondered what Wrigleyville is like. I assume it's just a cum dump. Peter Kim. (laughs) Please don't call me by that. (laughs) Ah, that does. You know what? It checks out. That that makes sense. Yeah, that was me. I know you can see my face, and only but you know she was blooming that day. She was blooming. She. She was blooming. She was in full bloom. Right. So I, you know, if you guys don't know what Wrigleyville is, it's like the pits it's where the chicago cubs play it's where every like homophobic jock lives 
and um, right. it's very white and it's very aggressively straight. So straight that it borders Boys Town. You know what I mean? There's oh. always like spillover. Like there's an energy. So there. why was I there? Yeah, I wasn't there because I'm a big sports fan. I um, was interning at the lovely IO Theater, which was an improv um, theater slash school where a lot of, you know, funny people came from. Okay. So I went there to intern because I had no money. I had just left a, a career in tech. I was, I was a data scientist for Yahoo for seven years, making an insane amount of money and um, even more on bonuses. <laughs> Why did I leave? I mean, um, I, I like that. Rich. I like that you said that you decided to intern because you were making no money, as if being an intern is going to make you any money. Oh, for classes. Sorry, I should have. Oh, I okay. Uh, Got it. I was taking improv classes and I had no money to pay for it. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, so I was interning there and um, we, my shift was ending at midnight and it's a Monday, so it's slow. Okay. So I was on Grindr, obviously, just trolling, trolling, trolling. And that, that was, 2012 was a very dark time in my life when I left San Francisco to come to Chicago. I left a career in tech to go come do comedy. It was a very, like, fulcrum year for me. And yeah. it was just kind of, like, ripping me apart in so many ways. Because um, that's a lot. That's a lot and, to do all at once. Yeah. And, so much to do. And that's kind of how I am. I'm, like, super extra that way. <laughs> I I mean we don't know each other well, but I get the sense that you're extra. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you've already told me about how your asshole blooms, and I just feel like it's such a exactly. beautiful and eloquent. Eloquent. I just said eloquent. Good lord, I've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> it's a really eloquent. No, that is picture. the new word. It's eloquent. Elo- it's eloquent. Mm. Some some bitches are eloquent. Me, I'm eloquent. Yeah, that's right. It's one of those things where it's just like. I'm annoyed by how much fucking drag race uh, vernacular has like infected my speak speech, because like yeah, I also say sequence now instead of sequins, and I'm just sequence. oh yeah, I don't want that it's for kinda... me. But it, here we are. Yeah, you don't want to sound stupid, and yet here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Something this podcast is known for. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm just kidding. I've never listened to this podcast. Oh, please don't. But thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> I appreciate it. So I was in a bad place in 2012. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for circling back. And I'm a pro. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> all right. You're in the darkness. Um, you're in Wrigleyville of all terrible places, which is I'm, like the dark like of the darkness. time in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's dark of the dark, and I'm on Grinder, and I'm just like trolling for dick. And you know, I'll tell you what, it was not a good time for me to come be in Chicago as a gay man um, who wasn't really like liking himself mm. and really into himself because you know it's that whole RuPaul thing, like you know, if you don't like yourself, how you gonna like anyone else, right? Amen. Like that's obviously like easier said than done. Oh, are you but suggesting that that, that time, shit takes work? Uh, yeah, I, you hmm. need to put the work in. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. 35, I think maybe I'm just now being like, I should probably do some of that work. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why no one's been doing this work for me. Hmm. Is it, hmm. Why is no one showing up to do this for me? Don't I have people yeah, for this? Why is no one, 
<laughs> Why is my self-confidence not being managed by another? Right? Get it together, yeah. other people. <laughs> I think for gays, honestly, it's a hard thing to learn because you, you struggle so much, like, hiding, first of all. And then after that, you, you struggle so much, like, hiding the trauma mm. by being big extra i don't care confidence jokes 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 reference you know like it's all great but it is a direct response to you know the fabulosity is a direct response to him right and that's the whole point so you know i was doing that but inside i wasn't really doing the work and I had very little self-worth, and it was not a good thing to do in Chicago to be on Grinder with little self-worth because Chicago is super racist as far as, like, mm. the boy, you know? Like, even though the way the city's, like, redlined, it's fucked. You might know what it, what it is, you know? Like, yeah. it's segregation, but in modern day, right? So like, that kind of permeates the... The psyche of Boys Town. It's very like white, Mac, you know, like um, straight acting. Like, why is that we're gay? We're yeah, all yeah. fags. What are you talking about? Like, it's so, it's so like, uh, like backwards to to be inundated by that. But yeah, well, um, and it, and it sets it was, you up. It sets the- you up to sort of feel that poison, and it's really insidious too, right? That whole yeah. like mask bullshit. It's something that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't participate in that. And yet I find myself to this day still being like, you know, when there's like a non-binary person who's like super hot and then I see they've got yeah. a painted nail. I have this like weird reaction that I'm like, where the fuck? What is that yeah. about? Like, it's fucking nail polish. I've had yeah. nail polish on. Who gives a fuck? But it just it, it is right. it's inside you and it, it gets in through the cracks. Right. Yeah, it does. And. Uh, not only do you have that, but you know, I there was a lot of like no fats, no femmes, no Asians going on Absolutely. In, near Wrigleyville, near Boys Town. So like, it's just everyone's telling you your body is not worth anything, right? Mm-hmm. So I was in a bad place. Yeah. Um, so that's the setup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't wait for the jokes. This sounds like we're going right. on. This is this doesn't sound traumatic at all. <laughs> no, no, it's. Light fair, the frozen three. Right. So I, um, <laughs> so I'm in that state, and I'm trolling for dick, and this guy messages me and starts like saying nice things to me, saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, you're really cute." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my god, he thinks I'm cute." And I was like, "Okay, send me a face picture." You know, like, what do you look like? What do you look like? So, and my face was up there, but his wasn't. So he sent me a picture and I was like, oh my God. This I'm guy already is upset. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, this guy's like, he's hot. He's like, he looks like a fat Vin Diesel. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay. he's like, you know, like, yeah. kind of like a white Ninja Turtle. Oh, like, he's kind of bloated. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All been bloated. Right. Like, kind of like, you can tell, like, He's 38, but when he was 28, he was hot. Yeah. Kind of situation. So I'm like, okay, I could imagine this guy being hot. And he likes me. So like, oh my God. And we start yeah. talking and he's like, where are you from? Blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, there's... There's chemistry. Happening. There's something happening with there's this... chemistry. And I'm like, okay, I get off at midnight. 
Yeah. Okay. So like, I can get you I off at midnight over. 20. Yes, exactly. We can both get off at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, okay, so why don't you come over? And I was like, okay, where do you live? And then a beat. Ooh, I love and a then beat. another beat. Oh. Mm. Two beats. Two beats. That's a long time in theater terms. <laughs> that's a very long time. In grinder terms, that's an eternity. <laughs> and he... <laughs> That green light saying he's online goes red. Oh. So he ghosts me. Yeah. And Which I am fucking pissed. Yeah. So As you I should be. As you should that, be. Uh, yeah, of course. Who but I will say, I will say, uh, the fact that he, you had to ask for like face pics and shit, I'm already very, I'm deeply suspicious. <laughs> Right. Because like I know that was like red flag number one, but right? I was like uh, he said he liked me, and I so I've I, been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm pissed. So I wrap up things at IO and I, you know, go do what I do when I'm upset. Okay. Um, I go to Taco Bell. So I'm sitting there at Taco Bell and shoving my face with three beef gorditas. Why beef gorditas? Because, actually, sorry, I misspoke. Steak gorditas. <laughs> I paid the extra 29 cents for the steak. Oh, you upgraded. Okay. I thought that I deserved it. I upgraded. You were treating yourself. And <laughs> why beef gorditas? Um, gorditas already has this, like... Gordo fat. Okay. And I think subconsciously it's just a way that I'm calling myself fat while I eat gorditas. Oh. Okay. It's like a way like I'm, I'm claiming my fatness. Ooh. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got a different it's energy about delicious. it. But like, okay, yeah. step back though. Why Taco Bell? Like, what is it about Taco Bell that you're like, this is the it place I go? It was 50 feet away and it's cheap. <laughs> Okay, because I was about to get into a whole yeah. thing about Arby's, because for me, Arby's is like my spiritual food home, and I thought perhaps Taco Bell was yours. Clearly not. <laughs> Why is it your spiritual food home? Um, I, just, I don't know what it is. I just fucking love Arby's, and I try to convert everyone I meet oh. on Arby's, and the thing about Toronto is, oh my god, and I feel like I've gone on this Arby's rant on this fucking show <laughs> so many times, but here we are. Fuck you, listeners. Anyway, uh, <laughs> in Toronto... There's no Arby's, like, in the actual city center. Like, you have to drive a good hour at a minimum to get to an Arby's. So it becomes this, like... Good for Toronto, let me just say. Good for Toronto. No. Incorrect. Incorrect. I'm not having an Arby's. (laughs) Because I need an Arby's downtown because that's what my feelings taste like. And I want to eat them sometimes. Like a beef and cheddar. Uh, or the chicken cordon bleu. That's my favorite thing on the menu, which is weird because it's you get obviously chicken at Arby's. Honey, if you haven't had wow. the cordon bleu, you don't even know about Arby's, okay? Okay, I really don't. I guess that might be a Canadian thing because I've never heard of that. It's like ham, cheese, and chicken, and it's it's heaven. It's heaven. Wow. It's everything that you ever wanted. Great. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it just feels homey. <laughs> it feels so homey. It feels like I'm in the yeah. dead of winter in Wisconsin for some reason because my life is in, in shambles or something. And like my <laughs> my 
Wisconsin grandma that I don't currently have, but like in this fantasy I have, she's like made this yeah. home cooked sandwich and she's like force feeding it to make me feel better. That's oh, that's what a cordon bleu at Arby's feels like to me. <laughs> Damn, that sounds good as hell. Yeah. Well, that's kind of my cordon bleu is the steak gordita right. and I had three of them. <laughs> And I also like going to um, Taco Bell when I'm sad because um, I know it's bad for me. Mm. And I know I'm going to have diarrhea. Yeah. So the, the, I think the pain I go through from the diarrhea and also it's kind of like when like people um, purge. Like when they people are bulimic. Right. They're like, oh, I need to like, and they feel clean afterward because yeah. they threw everything up. Like I'm hungry so i need to eat right but i do want it to i want diarrhea so i could flush the whole thing out and feel sanctified yeah you're like giving yourself a reason to feel sad because if i'm shitting my guts out that's why i'm sad not the actual thing that made me go to taco not because i'm worthless yes exactly it's it's a taco bell so you know it's filling the void. Right. So I'm you know, I'm on my third gordita, like shoving it halfway down the gullet, and I get a boom boom on my grinder. Oh shit. And it's him. It's Rob. And he goes, Hey, I'm so sorry, my battery run out ran out. I just got home and I'm charged. Do you still want to come over? And you're like, Ooh, I'm, I'm three like, gorditas in, man. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm on my third gordita. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm also pissed because like Sure, that's a good reason, but like you still piss me off by ghosting on me. Yeah. So I'm like, and in my head, I'm thinking like, fuck you, you know, like you lost your chance. And then he I gave that chance to Taco dick. Bell. <laughs> exactly. And he but- sent me a picture of his dick, and I was like, I'll be there in five. Yeah, minds were changed. So I, <laughs> yes. How big was it? What do we tell? What did it? What was? It? Was it shaped? Did it have a hook? What are we seeing? What are we seeing? What's the vision? It was. Thick all around. Oh, okay. And um, and it had a hood. <laughs> so, are you into the hood? Is the hood it. what you're about? I am. I rarely see it. It's like, it's like you know something special. Really? Wait, hold on. This might be an American I thing. Rarely see a hood. Yeah, it's an American thing for sure. Really? Because uh, I myself, I, I'm hooded, so like I'm I see hooded. it every day. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're hooded, and you see it every day, and you've been with a lot of hoods. I yeah, there. I would say, you know, it's probably about like a sixty forty hood to to unhooded ratio. <laughs> I've been um, a dirty little slut. Yeah, and have I've probably seen? I can't even tell you how many penises I've seen IRL. A lot. I don't think I could actually tell you. Right. Too many, honestly. Right. <laughs> I think I'm straight. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I would say my ratio is like eighty, maybe like ninety ten. Really, cut huh. to uncut. Yeah. Okay. So when I saw this hooded, thick, beautiful mm. monster cock, yeah, I was, was it, like, was yeah, it like veiny need, or was it like smooth? It was like veiny, um, but not like too many veins. Okay. There's like that. You know, like like a bodybuilder, but don't get crazy. Yeah, like it's a bodybuilder, but he's not juicing. (laughs) Okay. No, I can see it in my mind now. Thank you. I've I've got a clear picture of this dick. Yeah, and like it was just pretty. 
And I was like, I need to go see the dick. Yeah, you got to go visit it. So you yeah. finish the third gordita and you head over. Of course, I shoved it in my da- in damn mouth and I yeah. biked over there. And, You're on a bike in um, January in Chicago? January, what is wrong with you? It wasn't snowing, but because, I mean, I was fucking poor. I didn't have money for a bus, train, like I was a comedian. Yeah, you know that's rude. I mean? like, so I, I'm going around in 20 degree weather in my coat on a bicycle. I know, fucking crazy. Yikes. So I get over, oh my God, the amount of dicks I've sucked at, like, via a bicycle. You know what I mean? Like, I'll get to that dick. Give me 45 minutes. Right. You're basically the Uber Eats of dicks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I get over there and he opens a door in his robe, which was very nice. Like, it looked like. It looks like it looked like a, like a Ralph Lauren magazine. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like reach. So, and he's you, standing in the doorway. You earlier described him as a white ninja turtle. So, did the robe help or hinder the white ninja turtle fantasy? It helped. Right. <laughs> it really did. Now he was a white ninja turtle that also had four one k. And you gotta you gotta have a retirement plan. You just do. You gotta Roth or otherwise. (laughs) So (laughs) he's standing in the doorway, and he goes, "Hey, you're even cuter in person." Yes. And I go, "Okay, thank you." And he goes, "You should come on in." I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "Oh wait, hold on. Before you come in, what kind of Asian are you?" And I was like, um, <laughs> what? You know, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, red flag number two, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I want to see the dick. So yeah, I, I'm already I here. Off and I try to be, I'm already here. So I try to be like coy. So I'm like, <laughs> the type that swallows. <laughs> and First of all, excellent like, response. I'm obsessed. Thank you. I mean, I'm up front. So... <laughs> I need you to see the menu. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, nah, it's funny. You're funny. Um, no, seriously, what kind? What? And I'm like, Korean? And the he goes, fuck? oh, that's my favorite. And I'm like. And then you okay. were like, psych, I'm Japanese. Yeah. Aha. Yeah. No, I would never say that because I was horny. Right, of course. So I wanted to get into the apartment, mm-hmm. and I solved this troll's riddle, and he yeah. let me in. <laughs> and I get in, and I kid you not, the place looks gorgeous, like Ugh. architectural digest. Right. You I'm can. Upset. There's a lot of money that went into this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exquisitely designed, but then. Um, I realized that the all the seats had plastic on them. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's moving. Something's going on with these chairs. He's like, oh, like, have a seat. And can I get you a drink? He gets me a drink. And then he, like, immediately slides a coaster underneath. Oh, and then I okay. look around the house, and there's, like, everything of groups. It's, like, everything grouped in fives. Like five of this, five statues of this, right. five globes. Like, like clearly there's some kind of like 
obsessive compulsive disorder. There's an there's an energy happening know? in this space. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I've never been with a handicap, so I was <laughs> so very excited. <laughs> it was very excited for the journey. Yeah, you know he's going to have an exquisitely groomed bush. Mm. You can you can know that. He's going to be impeccably groomed. Yeah. No so, hair out of place. Um, not one. <laughs> it was exciting but scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay. And then, you know, we're drinking and having, you know, some good conversation. And then he asked me, like, have you ever been to Korea? And I go, no, actually, I was born here. I've never been. And he was like, oh, you must go. And he starts telling me about places I need to go in Korea. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> and then I, I'm kind of feeling uncomfortable and it's getting late. So I'm yeah. like, I'm either going to fuck or I'm going to leave. Yeah. So I ask him, like, show me your bedroom. <laughs> and he goes, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. He was kind of taken aback. Right. And He's not used like, to being rushed hey, like this. Yeah, he despite was, it being one a.m. or whatever in it was, control. right? Yeah, it was by then. It was like fully one. Yeah, and we go into this his bedroom, and it is everything is completely white, like one of those clean labs. Right, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm just like, um, okay, he's gonna kill me and right. wear me like a jacket. Yeah, no, it so, has um, you're you're in a room that really does have that sort of Dexter kill room energy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it was also like completely gorgeous. Like sure. thousand count Egyptian cotton. Yeah, but like, you can't touch anything. Truly like Right. And <laughs> but you know, it, 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 he lived like this and then I was like <gasps> And then he starts kissing me and then pushed me onto the bed and we started oh. making out. And I'm like, okay, he's letting me on this like very nice, yeah. very clean bed. So like, he must not be that. How did those sheets know, feel though? It. Did they feel nice on the skin? Insane. They must right. I mean, truly, I still, to this day, I, I hate every bed I've ever slept on since that day. Right. <laughs> I mean, it clearly, I've never had a good night's sleep since right. then. That was the one. 2012, January. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we start making out and like one thing leads to another and he um, we start having sex. Yeah. And um, and he gets behind me and I'm bottoming and it's passionate and fun but also like it's kind of wild. So like I'm, uh-huh. I'm grabbing onto the bed, the top of the bed, yeah. you know, so that I could like brace myself. <laughs> and then I like, and then I pull the sheet off and <gasps> he stops. Oh. And then he goes, stop pulling the sheets off the bed. Oh, and okay. Like, what? And he gets off of me, gets off the bed, walks around to the corner and I'm just like like on all fours just looking only my eyes following him ass up face down like my eyes are following him like like a haunted painting you know what I mean? <laughs> in a it's like that's a beautiful painting that I I want in my house it's just like face down <laughs> ass up with like, like the haunted eyeballs 
and he just without a word goes and fixes the corner of the bed yeah and goes and walks all the way back and then starts fucking me again what and i'm like (laughs) okay um this no no i don't like this i don't like this yeah and and i'm like uh uh, i'm like kind of squirming and he's like Oh, I'm close. I'm close. And I'm like, um, uh, you know, at this point I'm like, and then he's like, call me daddy. <laughs> and he pulls my hair and says, call me daddy. Yeah. I'm going to come call me daddy. I mean, I'm into it. And I was like, <laughs> and I, well, the thing is like, I'm into it. But at that time in, I'm thinking like, I have a lot of complicated issues with my father. Like, I just don't want to do this right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like not willing to give you this thing. And I'm like, no, uh, and I'm just like not. And then he says, he screams, call me daddy, you little chink. Oh, oh. what? And I'm thinking like, um, I think we're done here. Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> you know, my mind's racing. And I'm also thinking, like, you know, I, before you let me, I told you I was Korean. Like, I, I think you mean gook, you know? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. And he's, you know, all these things are like going through my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I can't do this. And I like pull away from him. And at that point, all three beef gorditas shoot out of my ass onto his lily white sheets. <laughs> and his. He looked down and his eyes went black. Like it was, he was like having a million aneurysms. I was like, um, and I felt, even though he just was, he just called me a chink. Yeah. I also saw what I had done to his bed. This pristine clean room of his. His pristine bed. And I just picked up my clothes and backed out of his room and he was just like on his bed and he mouth agape like smelling my shit on his bed and there was a part of me that i was like that's what you fucking get yeah fuck and I him my shoes and ran out of there <laughs> okay i have several questions <laughs> please okay item one um so while while you're like <laughs> Do you visit the bathroom before you get back on your bike? That's what I really want to know. Let's face facts. Or did you I bike home with like a shitty bathroom? No, no, no. I actually went to the kitchen, uh, ripped off a paper towel, a bounty. <laughs> the quicker picker wiped upper. My ass. The... <laughs> Extra absorbent. <laughs> and wiped my ass, threw it in the kitchen. Uh, uh, what's it called? Garbage can. Uh, garbage can. Yeah, <gasps> and ran out of there. So you Just literally left like a shit. you left a trail, trail of, of shit, shit in his pristine. House. I shitted all over his house, <laughs> all over his pristine architectural digest centerfold house. And like, and said, fuck, fuck you, him. Ah, oh, fuck him. That's incredible. I know it felt so good. It felt yeah. like the immediate karma. I was like. I, it makes me laugh so much. It was like a t- I, I felt scared because this fucking guy was being racist while he was fucking me. But yeah. it was almost like 
too perfect. It was. It's just like nah, comedic justice happened. <laughs> oh, that's it's like instant karma, instant karma, yes. and you and you don't get too many yeah. instances of that in your life. You know what I mean? No, like, you don't. And I stay for it. <laughs> that, that's that's my <laughs> okay. I have more questions. I have more questions. Um, okay, the gordita shit. Can you describe its consistency uh-huh. a little bit? Because that's what my listeners really want to know about. Um, I would say it was between a uh, minestrone and a slurry. <laughs> high water content, high moisture. Right. Well, I mean, it only been an hour since you had that gordita. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be out fast. <laughs> Uh, okay. Now question when you got mm. home and you were reflecting back on it, like how quickly did you get to the place where you were like, yeah, fuck this guy. Or did you have, have to have like a little time to just be like, what the fuck just happened? I had some time. I bet. I think I would probably like within a month I was doing it. I was telling it at stand up. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. almost immediately. Not even a month. I would say like a week. That's amazing. And would you say yeah. that like that's is a that part of my of... life? That's how I process. Right. It just ends up in the stand up yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of it. Everything I do ends up in stand up because it makes me lead a. It makes me be consistently honest with Oof. my life, and right. that's what I like about stand up and just all art in general. Like, you're you're left digging within yourself it's it ends up being a lot of navel gazing too but you know you get you your whole life is reflection yeah and like yeah hmm do you think that when you're when you were like using it in your act did it i mean maybe this is too like heady but whatever i'm here and i'm talking about it um do you feel like you were processing like you were legitimately processing it or were you just mining it for the jokes that you know are going to land um that's a good question i i think i would say it was more of a subconscious process mm. like i just live out loud anyway but <laughs> the oftentimes when i do write new material it's about something i'm dealing with or something that pisses me off something i think is stupid or un- yeah. inju- un- like injustice or whatever it is like it's kind of like it's got to really move me to talk about it. Right. So like, I think it's kind of like a circular thing, but I do tend to take big risks and big swings because that's just my personality. And uh, that, you know, it gets me into trouble, obviously like this story, but I, I have a story. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and honestly, that's, that's, that's how I try to approach my life is like, it's fucked up. I do weird fucking terrible shit. Other people do terrible shit. But at the end of my life, when I am on my deathbed at, you know, 36 or however far I get, uh, I want to be able to say that I like at least have some, a couple good fucking stories that make people laugh. And if I can do that, then I've lived a life worth living. Right. And even, even if it requires that sort of processing of pain into jokes, I think that's fine. But yeah. it it it, yeah. it has to it has to resonate and it has to feel meaningful in some way. 
Otherwise, we're just yeah, all, do- it's yeah. all chaos and nonsense, right? Yeah, and uh, the type of comedy I do, I, I, I never do, like, observational comedy. It's mm-hmm. all about my life. And that's yeah. all I really want to talk about is my, <laughs> Yourself? my life is, you know, they say, like, yeah, myself. And <laughs> my life is interesting. <laughs> I don't want to alarm you, but you I'm know, fascinating. Like, <laughs> hello? I have an IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. don't look it up, but I have one. Right, you're on the internet. That's all anyone needs to know. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> incredible. Uh, okay, one last question about your shitty story. First of all, incredible story. Uh, it truly had a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> um, what were you a little gun shy the next time you bottomed? Of course. Yes. And it's not the last time I shit on someone's bed. It's just (laughs) the amount. Right. And the contextual circumstance. It's never been more perfect than that day. Yeah. And and if you're going to take a shit, shit on a racist bed. I think that's like the lesson of 2020. (laughs) That's the one you do it on. A racist OCD guy's bed. Even worse. That's going to hurt them the most. (laughs) Because if it was a racist and slob, it would not have hurt as much. It's not the same. It doesn't have the same uh, vibe. (laughs) Yes. That's a good one. That's it. Amazing. Well, thank you for telling me that story. I very much appreciate it. And now all I, I, I do... Like, when I get some money together, so never, but when I do, if I win the lottery or something, I will be commissioning a portrait of you on all fours Uh with haunted eyes, um, (laughs) naked, and, like, shitting into a white room. Like, that's that's the vision that I want for my future home, my rich person home. That's it. That belongs in the Getty. (laughs) You know what? I know a few painters. I'll see what I can do to, like, make something happen. Okay. Incredible. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up then. What um, we are living in the darkest timeline, which is not a surprise, I think, to anyone who's living in 2020. Um, so how we end the show is we talk about how we're going to bring a little light, levity, and love into our various corners of the universe in the next seven days. So think about what your okay. intention is. I'm going to do mine, and then you can do yours. Cool. Okay. So get your thoughtful face on. And get out of the shitty gutter. <laughs> um, for me in the next seven days, uh, what, what's going on with me? I, What's happening? Uh, so yeah, I would think we were talking about a little before the show. In my job right now, I have become this sort of uh, feelings and emotions mascot in a way. In that I am out there trying to peddle the importance of vulnerability to folks at work. And it's super hard because it just requires you to be... Uh, <laughs> deeply present all of the time and you can never have a bad day uh, except I've had two Oof. weeks of bad days and I'm still trying to like fake it and so I think in the next seven days I'm gonna take some time and I'm gonna try to find the joy uh, that can be found in that sort of constant state of vulnerability and try to really embrace that a little bit more so that's what I'm gonna try to do what about you amazing amazing in the next seven days, let's see what I have coming up. <clears throat> okay, I have a 
lunch coming up mm -hmm. with a friend who has told me recently that I lack compassion. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I was like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> um, I, right. Item one, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Um, no, but I've, I've been working on that. And at this lunch, I am going to actively give it my best mm -hmm. to try to take into account their feelings. Okay. And what, how does that, Which does that mean? Which is something I don't usually do. Ah, I see. So is that, you're going to yeah. work on like being present and listening or what does that like manifest? How does that manifest a little bit? Yeah, it's going to be definitely listening and not just that, but also trying to, um, trying to put myself in their shoes right. and trying to feel or articulate to myself what they might be feeling, mm -hmm. therefore giving a little more space between um, their input and my reaction. Ooh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about that all the time, that little pause button between the emotion and the reaction, right? I don't know how to do it yet. <laughs> Practice. That's the only thing you can do. It's all practice. Yeah, it is practice. That you're absolutely right. It is practice, and so there is no like excuse. Like I'm just that's not me. You know, like <laughs> a duh. But you have to fucking do it. So yeah, because you're a human I, being, um, and that's a it's a skill you need. <laughs> it is a skill I need, and yeah. I I was I thought I was fine without it for 38 years. Um thriving quite actually but um right i was kind of crushing <laughs> but it. you know i am um yeah i've been crushing it but i i think because of that i have problems um i don't know maybe fostering relationships mm. you know um especially with friends i'm very like um i i don't put in a lot of work right and it probably has to do with like my own, you know, walls and stuff like that. But like, it's just, I, I just prefer being left alone, to be honest. Right. Because <laughs> it's easier, right? And that's the thing. It's, it's easier. easier. It's easier. Yes. yes. Going all the way but, back to know, the beginning, with... if you don't have to think about it, you don't have to do the work, right? And that's exactly, that's so comfortable. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I'm excited to yeah. hear that you're doing the work too, because I think that is. At some I'm point, trying. you have to show up, right? You have to show up yeah. for yourself and do the fucking work because no one's going to do it for you, right? <laughs> and I think what that's exactly it. And I think what I have to tell myself or the way I trick myself into doing it is that this is actually good for me. Yeah. It's well, actually better for me Yeah, that I listen to you. <laughs> You know? Even when what you're saying is stupid and I hate it. It's stupid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Incredible. Well, thank you so much for doing my little shit show, Peter. I really appreciate it. 
Thank you for making me laugh. I think you're one of the funniest people I've ever met in the history of time. And I've only been in a room with you you for like an hour and a half. I can't even talk about it. (laughs) Well, you're awesome. Thank you for doing this podcast and having me on. Oh my God, shut up. You're perfect. All right, get out of here. Go back to, I don't know, having a LA afternoon. Fuck you for that, by the way. Cheers to that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, Bye. sweetheart. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.